You're listening to Once, Episode 51, Broken Initial Reactions. Welcome back to the season two premiere episode of ah! Once, the podcast about ABC's TV show Once Upon a Time. We're excited! <laughs> I just laughed crazily. I, me, the super enthusiastic one. I'm just the one that shouts. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And I'm Jenny. And we're so happy that you could join us for this. Check us out on the website. If you haven't already, it's at oncepodcast.com. Forums over there. Subscribe and rate us and review us on iTunes and get show notes what little show notes we'll have for this initial reactions episode at oncepodcast.com slash 51. Now, this is so awesome to be back talking about episodes we haven't seen before. Yeah. New, new material. <laughs> and still, we're going to be talking about who is Dr. Whale. <laughs> <laughs> and will the curse be broken? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh. No. But different, completely different stuff now. Now, clarification. These are just our initial reactions to this premiere episode of season two for Once Upon a Time. This is not our well-researched opinions, thoughts, feedback, all of that. That's for our Wednesday show. We do these initial reactions shows live at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Time over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And this is recorded 15 minutes after we've seen the show. Or so, 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Give or take, dear. (laughs) (laughs) And then on Wednesday evenings at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time is when we do our full discussion where we include your feedback and more reviews and more thoughts and screenshots and sound clips and all of that stuff. So send us your thoughts and reviews about Broken. Get this number and email address right now. But we'll mention it several times and it's on all over the place on the website, oncepodcast.com. You can call 903-231-2221 or email feedback at oncepodcast.com or go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab to record your message for our next episode when we discuss broken in full detail. Now, Jeremy, Jenny, what did you guys think of this? I was confused by the beginning, but it it wasn't disappointing. Okay, what, when you say beginning... I mean, we saw three beginnings in a sense. There was the beginning somewhere. <laughs> there was the beginning in Fairy Tale Land and the beginning in Storybook. Which beginning about, are you referring to? I'm talking about the somewhere one with the dove and the, the random guy. As soon as I saw him, I thought, that's Bay. Yeah. I did too. <laughs> and when I saw the dove, actually, actually, I didn't see, I didn't think that's Bay until I saw the dove with the word broken. That's when I thought it was Bay. When I saw his um, childlike kind of face or eyes, I thought that's Bay because Bay always struck me as having kind of like childlike eyes, even though he was a child. Mm. But I mean, like he looks mature, <laughs> but his eyes look youthful and pure and lighthearted still. Was everything mm. going wrong for him? He just looked like he was having a bad day, <laughs> especially with like his windowsill. He's everything. been living in this world for, <laughs> well, it, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Stupid world without magic. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, because we've thought a lot about where the show would pick up and what would be the first scene and all the stuff. And I should have known it, like Lost, 
we're not going to know what's going on in the first scene. We're not going <laughs> to recognize anything. That's what these guys would do. You know, I was like, are we watching the right show? Like, what's happening now? Are, are we like an hour early or first, did we miss it? First, I saw the horse and I thought it was the whole retaking the kingdom battle thing that we thought we were going to yeah. see. Yeah, I thought that too. And then I heard car horns and I thought, <laughs> oh, Storybrooke has gone crazy. <laughs> there are horses and they are for royalty and there are also cars. Yeah. And then, and then I realized it was a lost-like beginning. Mm. We have no idea where we were. And they started on an eye, a horse's eye, but it was still an eye. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> nice. I didn't catch that, I but didn't they did that. Yeah, so I'm thinking it's Bay, and when that dove came in, who sent the letter? I don't know. The postcard. It couldn't have been Ooh. a magical dove because everybody's trapped in Storybrooke. I'm thinking there's a spy in Storybrooke. I don't think that postcard was sent by Rumpelstiltskin. I think it was sent by someone else. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I would say, I think, I would even say, I think Regina sent it, but I have no idea. But, okay, here's the question. That was awfully fast. How do you think that <laughs> relates to the actual time of the curse being broken? Well, the when he receives the postcard, it doesn't have to be that that's taking place at the exact same time. They may be showing us that first, but that could be taking place a couple days from the curse being broken. There's no reason that they have to be taking place at exactly the same time. Mm -hmm. I think it happened, you know, just after the curse was broken. I know who sent it. Who? (laughs) Pinocchio. (laughs) (laughs) But he couldn't move. He can now, (laughs) Derry. Maybe he can. Maybe maybe not. Yeah, they didn't show him. I think that is who, because that is the exact kind of situation. They showed his phone kind of awkwardly. I think that's who he was calling. They've said different things, but the actors have kind of gotten unspoken things wrong before when they've talked about scenes. I think that's who August was calling. And Pinocchio could, Pinocchio is easily the only one who could have sent that because he's, He's been outside of Storybrooke, and Emma wouldn't send that because she had too much going on, and she wouldn't like <laughs> send a message by pigeon. The rest it of it the was town, a code word, really. Yeah. The rest of the town was busy running around in chaos, which is exactly what I thought needed <laughs> to happen. They couldn't go on like normal if they knew who they were. Mm-hmm. So we see Dr. Whale is someone, <laughs> not just a fairy tale character, someone who wants to hide their identity. Yeah, even the people of Storybrooke yeah. are asking who's Dr. Whale now. And he was like, he was like, <sighs> you're not my prince. You're not my prince. I was like, what? Okay, let's <laughs> consider something. That's an odd thing to come out of a man's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> he could really be anyone. He it doesn't have be. to be from the Enchanted Forest because Regina said the curse destroyed all of the other lands. Remember? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, she said it destroyed all of the other lands, not just Enchanted Forest. So now we know for certain Jefferson's uh, Jefferson was pulled from Wonderland and Wonderland destroyed. Um, Now we know kind of what happened to Enchanted Forest, which is where we see Sleeping Beauty, Philip, and Mulan in uh, Fairy Tale Land, because they knew about Regina. They knew who Snow White was. Uh, or at least Regina, they knew about the curse that was implemented. So they were local to that. So I think we're going to see those other worlds and how the curse affected them. Or will we? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. If they weren't completely destroyed, maybe. That was a good twist, I have to say. Yeah. 
So the blue fairy said she can feel the magic, but she can't do anything with it. She doesn't have a wand. Yeah. yeah. Where are her wings? No fairy and why dust. isn't she tiny? <laughs> well, yeah. Everyone, no one else changed forms either. Well, the fairies could become taller because remember when True. Novo was with Grumpy. Mm-hmm. Or actually, he was at that point dreamy. So I just realized that they've kind of put in the rules I was talking about in the last episode that they needed. There wasn't just suddenly all the characters who had magic before could do magical things could do them. Even Regina couldn't, but it seemed to be Emma's touch, or at least at a certain time, that restored her power, or at least some of it. Yeah. But now Emma can't just go around having people touch her and get their <laughs> magic back because now Emma is removed from Storybrooke. Oh, so. yes. And Regina is the only one with magic. And it seems like she got full control of her magic back after Emma touched her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she couldn't do anything before. Now she yeah. could control the vines and they did exactly what she wanted them Crap. to do. When she did that <laughs> and here she is. That thing, was great. I wanted to see something happen, like unexpected, like... Um, I heard in uh, one podcast they said something about maybe butterflies would <laughs> fling out of her hands. Well, that's you because of that preview. I belly laughed whenever she came out the door, whenever there was a mob outside her door, <laughs> and <laughs> nothing happened when she flung her hands. Like, she did her, she she flung her coat back, and she was like, I got this. And then all of a sudden, nothing happened. I belly laughed. I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I thought she was going to turn into herself, like on the commercial. Yeah. If people saw the commercial with the smoke coming through and turning people into their fairy fairy tale land. Oh, yeah. The the little preview that ABC Mm -hmm. did that included Once Upon a Time, Revenge, and 666, whatever, (laughs) hotel. That's a funny way to say that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The show that I kept predicting would be canceled within three weeks. (laughs) Why oh, did they even again. try? Yeah, I canceled <laughs> it. Anyway, back to Once Upon a Time. <laughs> well, you know, for all my no spoiler stuff, I gave in and I watched that preview last night <laughs> because I, I kept, I would play a few seconds and then I'd stop it and then I'd play a few more and then I'd stop it. And I was like, okay, it's not giving anything away. And I watched it and then I realized, you know, and there were the bigger spoiler, I didn't even notice until they showed it right before the show started. And there's a kind of a spoilerish thing in there. But they also showed Rumpelstiltskin with that medallion. Mm. And so when it was showing or when it was first shown, I realized, oh, Mr. Gold's going to have that. So there were some things I was spoiled on just by seeing that one thing. I had seen several of the videos um, and I even read some of the press releases, but I didn't know about these wraiths. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about the medallion. I'd seen, well, actually I had seen the thing, but I thought he just had a necklace or something like that, that he was dropping, not, not something so significant. I didn't know what it was, but when I saw it in the show, I knew it was connected to him Mm -hmm. or would be at some point. And so I was like, eh, that's okay. I wish I hadn't seen it kind of, but (laughs) now speaking of the wraiths, a lot of people are thinking, oh, it's just like Harry Potter. Yeah. It's a lot like Harry Potter, but the stories of in Harry Potter are also borrowed from other things. So mm-hmm. they're not borrowing from Harry Potter necessarily. They're borrowing from other tales, other myths and legend and stories and all of that to come up with these wraiths or soul suckers. <laughs> we, we, um, in the chat room while we were doing this, while we were watching the Eastern and Central Time showing live, we all love to join in the chat room over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And in there, we were talking about... Uh, the, Regina's gift was a kiss from a soul sucker. And I thought, hey, 
what would happen? What would happen if a soul sucker or one of the raves oh, falls in love? <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Speaking of kisses. Totally out there. But. Rumble Stills can finally kiss Belle. Aww. Yeah. A lot of people out there. I know, bet the Rumble fans were all like, oh, <laughs> finally. And then he was already a sarcastic jerk. Yeah. But his kiss didn't do anything. No. He still needs the cane. Yep. It almost seems like he was surprised that magic didn't do everything he thought it would do. You think so? It looked like it. I didn't think he looked surprised. He seemed to know what he was doing. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah, know what he's doing, yes. But it it seems like maybe it wasn't quite what he expected. I don't know. I'd I'd have to watch it again. I'm guessing now that magic is brought back to Storybrooke, a lot of items that Rumpelstiltskin has in Mr. Gold's shop are magical, and now they have magical abilities. Like, he couldn't have used that medallion to bring the wraith if magic wasn't already here. Yep. So, what else does he have in that shop that we don't know His dagger, of course. (laughs) Yeah. He used his dagger. So, he is the Dark One. He said, I, the Dark One, summon Uh you, or something like that. It's just unfortunate that Regina is the only one with all of her power back. Stupid Regina. Do you know what the fairies need to do? <laughs> they need to hire the dwarves to dig and find some diamonds and crush them up for them, and then they'll have fairy dust. <laughs> they do have mines. <laughs> That's what? true. Wait, what if this is actually story. a plot or a, yeah, storyline in this that they start secretly mining under Storybrook, desperate to find diamonds so they can crush it up, turn it into fairy dust, and have magic to fight against the evil queen? But they don't have their pickaxes. Well. <laughs> Maybe they do. <laughs> maybe maybe Mr. Gold has their pickaxes. Maybe he does. <laughs> I like that we got a reconfirmation that Emma still owes Mr. Gold a favor. Yeah. I have an idea now what that favor is going to be. What? Oh. Kill Regina. Hmm. Maybe. But she's protecting Although, Regina. You know what? That would go against what Henry wants. Yeah, and and he could have used that option here at the beginning. I still think he's going to try and take Henry. He could have. Yeah, so okay, never mind my theory. That was He's probably That wanting, was for the fans. He's probably wanting something bigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and something probably not related to Regina because he had this plan of what he would do with Regina and if he thought, well, I'll just have Emma kill her. That's my favor for Emma to do. Then he would have done that. So it must be something different. And he it was unintentional for Emma and Snow to end up Back in fairy tale land. Yeah, and I, I, I was as soon as as Prince Charming just lunged at the hat, I was like, "Did he squash the hat?" And sure enough, he did. <laughs> I, he did. How how is it that they went straight to fairy tale land to an untouched ish part of fairy tale land? Well, no, and they didn't end up with the whole room of doors and all that stuff I don't know. i'm thinking because magic is still a little bit weird in our world that they didn't end up in or in that yeah that room door maybe that's jefferson's power with the hat maybe i mean there could be many explanations of why did they not end up there why go straight through what i think that they didn't land in the house of doors or the room of doors or the hall doors whatever you want to call it (laughs) because it doesn't exist anymore because 
because mm-hmm. they did say that this corner of the enchanted forest is still here and it's unexplained why it's still here. Mm-hmm. So re- between Rena, Regina, Rena, between Regina saying that all the realms were destroyed and Mulan saying this corner was the only thing that wasn't destroyed, I think that the Hall of Doors is no more. And it, the only thing that's left is that corner of mm-hmm. the enchanted forest. Mm-hmm. One other thing is when Regina was spinning the hat, she was probably thinking exactly where she wanted it to go. Because remember Jefferson, when he got the apple for her in An Apple Red is Blood, he told Regina, think of the time and place. Yeah, but how would she know to send them to this corner that she had no well, idea existed? just their world. Yeah. She didn't know any part of it survived, though. Oh. Right. She could have sent them to Wonderland. If she wanted to. Yeah, but... Which also supposedly didn't survive. Yeah. I don't know what I think about that. That's unfortunate, because Alice in Wonderland was my one of my favorites. Well, they could still revisit it. There's still a story that they could tell there, like how Korra got to Wonderland, if Korra is the Queen of Hearts, <laughs> which I think she is, and a lot of people do, too. <laughs> so why isn't Storybrooke bigger? If it's not only everybody from one realm, but from several... We don't really know how big it is. I suppose. We know it's bigger than we think. But yeah. we've seen that, that road, and we don't know how long it takes for them to get to that road. It's true. Maybe a few days. <laughs> and it Just could kidding. be that only select people were brought to Storybrooke. The others have maybe just been trapped in time or asleep or kind of locked in time for 28 years. Yeah, so what about that? We were frozen for 28 years? Yeah. Were they aware of this? Well, they're aware of it now. How did they know it was 28 years? Well, I guess you wouldn't be standing there counting the days. You know, I was kind of <laughs> I was I was kind of disappointed that Aurora's hair wasn't more blonde. <laughs> and speaking of hair, I mean, um Belle's hair looks different this season. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like darker. That was weird. It's brushed. <laughs> it was season like, it wasn't brushed hmm, at all. Well, what did you do in the few moments that that smoke did wonders for your hair? I know. Belle. I should get some of this smoke. <laughs> <laughs> that really was magic. Now, a couple things were said uh, in th- this destroyed fairy tale land that I think might be keys to things that will happen again in the future. Mulan said to Aurora, "Love is sacrifice." At some point, I think we're going to see a major character sacrifice themselves for love. I think that was a clue that that's going to happen. Uh, One of the other things that was said was uh, Aurora said, I know about sacrifice or uh, basically said she knows about sacrifice too. And that was somehow involved with her getting to that castle when she had the sleeping curse. I wonder... How I wonder who Prince Philip said I love you too when he was being about to be taken by the <laughs> wraith, was it? Yeah. I think he loves Aurora. I think so too. And I was like, Mulan, get get your own prince. <laughs> get your own prince. This is Aurora's prince. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether to believe her or to believe the accusations against her. I don't know. I think we're going to see her probably in several episodes as now, mm-hmm. our main two characters are stuck there with them. Already, Mulan is annoying to me. Mm. <laughs> She's just annoying to me already. Yeah, they both, both of those new characters, I I couldn't decide. They had the potential to be either great or annoying, and I couldn't 
decide which I thought they were. Either one of them. Hmm. Now, Aurora also made reference to her mother was gone after by Maleficent. She said she first she went after my mother, now after me. Right. So there's a story to be told. Yeah. And some people in the chat room are talking about that, and they're saying that this is the daughter of the Aurora that we know of. But that makes me question mm-hmm. the choosing of the name Philip. Yeah. So now I'm wondering if Maleficent and Regina said something in a conversation at the beginning of last season that indicated the Sleeping Beauty story had already passed. And so they had to say that in order to bring the Sleeping Beauty story to after the curse. Um, so I, what I'm saying is, is it a continuity thing or future story? Sounds like it's possibly future story. Hmm. I mean, they change these fairy tales up a little bit here and there. So mm-hmm. yeah, they could change that up. Um, maybe it was, they realized there would be a continuity issue and they're going to, uh, this is their way of fixing that. Well, know, if nothing that's... else, if Sleeping Beauty is a story we know, it has to have happened in the past, <laughs> not... Yeah. Yeah, that is a good point. Hmm. We did talk about Maleficent. Yeah. Well, I, uh, We're just questioning why, why say that Maleficent did the same thing to her mother. Hmm. Do you think the wraith in uh, Storybrooke is Philip? <laughs> um, that was a thought I no. had for a little while the until wraiths. I saw the, the wraith end. in Storybrooke went from Storybrooke to what we saw. It killed Philip after what we saw in Storybrooke in its timeline, in its lifespan. <gasps> it was in Storybrooke. It went into the hat. It came out of the ground, leaving Mary Margaret, well, Snow White and Emma there in the ground. And then, oh, okay, so, it did the whole thing, but, and it but, killed Philip. And then they went oh. back and found the girls. But Mulan said that there were more than that. So, yeah, well, it could be a different wraith. But I like that. I theory. suppose, but I think that well, they she clearly linked them and it arriving together. By the way, I well, meant I meant earlier. Mulan should get her own prince. <laughs> yeah. If I said Aurora. Oh, okay. um, no, yeah, so so what you're talking about there about the timeline, you're saying that then what we see in fairy tale land, it happens chronologically after what we see see in Storybrooke. Yes. Okay. Huh. That's we'll understand that better when we rewatch this and as we discuss mm-hmm. it in Wednesday night's yeah. episode. It makes sense now that Mulan would say that is what brought the wraith. Yeah, yeah because that, at first I was like, "What? How can you know that?" Yeah, that didn't make sense to me didn't at first. So, and see, I was confused the entire time because before they even showed us who Mulan was, she puts her hand on the ground and then it bursts out of the ground. I thought she summoned it. I thought she released it at the beginning, but I don't think that's what happened. I think she could just tell something was happening, so she put her hand on the ground. I thought there was an army coming. I thought there was. I thought she was feeling for like hoof. Beats oh, okay, stuff. so so that's it. She just she felt that something was happening. I thought she was evil, and then it was Mulan. I was like, well, no, she's probably not evil. Then what is going on? <laughs> so this little corner of fairy tale land somehow protected from the curse. That's a story right there. There's mm-hmm. someone or something there protecting it. Maybe <gasps> Wizard maybe of it's Oz. Merlin. <laughs> maybe yeah. Maybe <laughs> Merlin. Um, maybe it's. 
someone completely different. Maybe it is Cora. Maybe it's the blue. Maybe the blue fairy made some preparations. <gasps> maybe that's what her, she was talking about. The preparations yeah. uh, in um, she could have picked a part. <laughs> yeah, in the episode, the stranger, or was it the return? Um, but when we saw Pinocchio's <laughs> backstory, there she did say. Uh, I and the other fairies have to make final preparations. Yeah. I was wondering what that meant. Ooh. Like, are you going to fluff your wings? Are you going to are you going to make your? Are you going to bring pack your skirts with you that look like jellyfishes? You want to leave beautiful corpses? You would think in preparation she would she would try and like keep their wands. Maybe with write them. a book. <laughs> yeah, it it could have been several of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we've got some amazing theories here to go through, and listeners are going to have. More amazing theories. I mean, some of this, the chat room is going so fast. There are so many people in the chat room right now. (laughs) So it's very hard to follow the chain of thought here. But there have been some excellent things said here in the chat room and some stuff that we really want to incorporate into our podcast on Wednesday. Your theories, your thoughts, your questions, please start sending those to us. You can call 903-231-2221 or email feedback at oncepodcast.com, or you can also go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab over on the right side to record a message right from your computer. Now that this episode has come out, go to the forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums, share your theories with the people there, discuss the theories that others have shared. There are so many awesome things going on over there in the forums, and they are going to really, wow, take off. (laughs) now that the season is back and there is going to be so much to talk about so go over there log into the forums sign up if you're not already a member get talking over there at oncepodcast.com slash forums and please send us your thoughts and theories and feedback for the podcast that we can share and discuss and we might be able to take some live calls this wednesday too it kind of depends on our technology at that moment because Something broke recently. <laughs> but whatever the really reason, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> so the postcard wasn't about the curse, it was about my computer. <laughs> this computer's broken now, we can start the show. <laughs> Uh, listeners, we really want to hear from you because it's your feedback and your theories that really make this show awesome to talk about and so fun to talk with other fans and to hear your theories. So join us for the live podcast this Wednesday at nine at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time over at noodle.mx slash live or oncepodcast.com slash live. They go to the same place. And join there with so many other people that are there hanging out in the chat room. And then when the show comes back on Sunday, next Sunday, join us in the chat room doing the Eastern and Central Time viewings because we'll chat about the things that are going on and we'll all be like, gasp, did you see, just see that? (laughs) we, We have a lot of fun during the live chats during the airing of the episode. And just a reminder, our spoiler policy, now that we're in the season, our spoiler policy is Anything known about a future episode, including the previews after the episode airs on ABC, anything known about a future episode, we consider a spoiler. So that's our spoiler policy. We're taking a very conservative approach. And if anyone out there would like to record or work with me on producing a little spoiler segment that we could include in this episode or in future episodes, that would be awesome. So we would love for you to connect with us 
follow us on Twitter, email us your thoughts, all of that, everything we talk about and so much more you can get from the website over at oncepodcast.com and subscribe to us in iTunes or whatever your program is of choice. We're in Stitcher and Pocket Cast and Beyond Pod and almost all of the mobile <laughs> apps out there. You can subscribe to us there. Even Zoom, we're on there too. Oh and especially if you're on iTunes, please leave ratings and written reviews for us on iTunes. You can jump to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes to leave those reviews over there. And we'd really appreciate it. It helps promote the show. It helps other people know about us. And it is just uh, really nice to uh, be able to do that. And we really appreciate it. It's really encouraging. And huge thanks to our friends who have been co-producers and sponsors of this episode. Sandra, one of our very faithful sponsors, has sponsored this episode of One's Podcast, as well as 17JEDA sent in a sponsorship. And he had this message to share. Season one was a blast. We are 50 episodes in and magic has come. Here's to 50 more. Thank you so much, Sandra and 17 Jedi, for your sponsorship of this episode of Once Podcast. If anyone else would like to sponsor an episode, please go to oncepodcast.com and sponsor an episode. And that way we can keep the episodes coming, the website running, and pay for those expenses. And we really appreciate it. Please follow us on Twitter. You can follow the show on twitter.com slash once podcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis. You can follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me at twitter.com slash fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And I'm Denny. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny's Nook. Send us your thoughts and feedback, 903-231-2221, or email feedback at oncepodcast.com. And join the forums and so much more at oncepodcast.com. Until next time, remember, if you see a medallion, just don't pick it up. (laughs) Bad things happen. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, we would really appreciate it and give you lots of love. Go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.